0: Empire. Hello and welcome to my podcast. Do me a favor, subscribe to John Conreport. We're able to get your podcast. You're watching on YouTube. Like button, subscribe button. You can check us out there as part of Empire Media, AMP, IRE. There will be no Therapy Tuesday live stream session Tuesday night because Washington practices on Tuesday. So don't know when we're going to be done. So nothing Tuesday night. There may be a mailbag on Monday or Tuesday. So pay attention to that. I'll let you know. If there is, check it out. I'll I'll let you know on Twitter, wherever. There you go. I'm here with Nikki Javala. We got to go over and process what was a crazy game, Nikki. 20-12 to Commanders lost to the Giants. Mm -hmm. Major playoff implications. Mm -hmm. What's your big takeaway after this one?
1: Yeah, I missed opportunities. I hate to sound like wrong, himself, but it's what it was. I mean, they the offense couldn't get much of anything going in the past game in the first half. Taylor Heineke, you know, whips out a, a little bit of his magic, but ultimately, it's you know the mistakes at the end that cost them. And yeah, you can um, you can throw in a probably a couple missed calls, but it you know they they hadn't played as well as they needed to to win that game.
0: Right, and and we can. We can talk about the missed calls right now, just because it's on everybody's sure. mind. I'm a big believer. It's they, they were pivotal calls. Yeah. They made other they made mis- too many yeah. mistakes to to. Yeah. They put themselves in a position where they needed those every call to be perfect. But McLaurin, you were there for mm-hmm. talking to him, and his takeaway was that he asked the ref. I mean, right? What did you come away with from that one?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's clear on the broadcast that he he pointed to the official twice. Just to to make sure he was at the line. This is on that third and one on their final drive. Um, you can see the the official giving him a thumbs up the first time. It's not quite clear if he did it the same. Did it again the second time, um, but ultimately he was called for illegal formation. Um, and talking to John Hussey, the official after the game as part of the pool report, he said, you know, he was a yard back, so he felt it was a, a clear call. So yeah, it was, it was a critical mistake. Terry himself said he, he shouldn't have been that right. close anyway. But it's a tough one to swallow when you feel like you did the checks and it you know it went against you. Right, and
0: he said to be clear because he said the official told him you're great. Right. right. And the other thing he said is that he goes, "This is how I was lining up all game." Right. So that's where he has a problem with it. Like why are you now? That's it's hard for me to say that that's how it was because we have to right. go back and look at every snap essentially. But that's what Terry said. So. Right. Right. Then the other one was the non-PI call on the Curtis, Curtis Samuels row yeah. where it clearly looks like there's contact on the play. I mean, right. we've seen that call on Benjamin St. Juice has been victimized right. by that a couple of times. Curtis didn't want to go there. Mm-hmm. Taylor Heineke did.
1: Yeah. Taylor Heineke was, they were all trying to pick their works carefully and say as much as they could without getting fined. Right. It seemed like right. Ron, Rivera did. Ron Rivera did not. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, it, Looked like he was pretty clearly held when I asked the official for the pool report. He said it was a judgment call, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. But it was it was a non call. And again, they had they had their opportunities down there. Um, the red zone has been an issue right. throughout the season. And Ron Rivera said, you know, we talked about this during the week off and it still wasn't cleaned up. So You know, Had those been the only two glaring mistakes, yeah, they have reason to be ticked off.
0: Right. And that's why I'm glad you go to segue to the red zone because that's a bigger issue. Whatever the officials called, the red zone has been a consistent issue. Now, one of the things, and we saw this with Taylor tonight, during, for a lot of the part of the year, Mm -hmm. he's been very cautious, I think, on some throws, waiting a little bit to see guys open, not throwing the same level of trust anticipation that does before then but he's been protecting the points. Right Tonight, he didn't do that. Right. That fumble was a killer.
1: Right, right. And he had, he had two of them. I mean, the right. one at the... Well, the one in the red zone. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, I mean, that, that ended it, for them, yeah. essentially, in my mind. Um. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... You know, he, he has shown signs of growth throughout the season, but he's also shown signs of kind of why he's in this position of, you know, he's a very good backup, but they don't view him as a long-term starter because these instances keep coming up where, right. you know, whether it's a mechanical issue he's throwing more from his back foot and it sails over the, you know, over his receivers, or it just feels like he's always on that edge. Right. You know, it could be a spectacular play. It could be a spectacularly awful play. And you're either going to get one of them. And and tonight it was ultimately the mistakes that got him. So.
0: And, you know, it's funny because after the game, he's talking about, you know, you got Curtis Sam, you got your yeah. Doss you got Tim Corn. You got Brian Robinson running the way he did. Yeah. You got 12 points. Right. Like you feel like they can, can they you feel like they can do something with this passing in the way it is yeah. and make the playoffs. So now you got to win two out of three.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, they were winning for a while there during their their run by relying primarily on the run game. It wasn't because the passing game suddenly came live, right? And now we're starting to kind of see them get exposed there. So yeah, I, I think that's going to be a real hindrance. Don't mind me. Let's <laughs> go. Oh, yeah. Keep going.
0: But, yeah,
1: that's going to be a real. That's going to be a real hindrance. Um, you know, especially as they get later in this, especially going in San Fran against the 49ers defense, that's going to be really tough. And that's that's really their last chance to to punch it in. So.
0: Can this passing game get them there? That's the that's the yeah. question.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I don't I don't know. You know, after seeing today, I would say, no, it couldn't. It's going to be more of a liability than a help.
0: So do you do you I mean, we're always at that edge now. We saw Carson Wentz was out there warming up every kind of chance he got. Right. What do you think? Do you think that we're going to see him eventually?
1: Maybe. Do I think he's a better option? No, I don't. If you are like any other options, I'd rather start Logan Thomas. To be honest with you, I just don't. I think the one thing that Heineke gives you is mobility, and he he was showing that a little bit more today. He had a couple of runs for first downs, um, and that's the one thing you can't really count on once to do at this point in his career. Um, so yeah, I don't like I don't like option B either. Um, I think they got to find the way to get Brian Robinson the ball more.
0: Honestly, do you think Brian Robinson the ball more? <laughs> Yeah, he <laughs> probably does, but I don't know that they like. He was running the ball well. Mm-hmm. You should be able to get, and they did get a big play to Jahan right. Dotson again. It was. It's really like let's look at the the total yards for them yeah. tonight was what they had like three eighty seven
1: three eighty
0: seven. Yeah. I mean they're that's, getting
1: numbers up. It's, yeah, it's the red zone. Yeah.
0: So yeah, they can't finish drives. You know, is do you what what do you think? I just my theory has been mm-hmm. a little bit with certainly with Hot Taylor. Yeah. I mean, people are gonna. I know we're gonna get a lot of things. Oh, it's Scott Turner's play calling. What, is yeah. it is it all good? What do you, What do you think? The, the, I think it's
1: a mix of everything. I think there's certain. I think yeah, you can throw in the play calling too. I mean, when when you got Brian Robinson running like he is and dragging, you know, a team of defenders like at least 15 yards, give him the ball. You know, I I think in third and three, Curtis Samuel should not be running the ball. I think it should be Brian Robinson. That's right. your guy. Um, so yeah, I think there's some fair criticism there i i think there have been protection issues too um taylor has not been his best to put it politely i think it's spread across the board i think when you're in that position you're trying to play catch up and you got mistakes i'd say the special teams had a pretty good day actually and, and two faces except face for the, one, it, except for the yeah exactly but when you got mistakes across the board like that it, it's shared. You know, so you, you can't point to any one person or any one thing as, as the
0: culprit. So let's look at the playoff picture right now yeah. for them. So they're a half game ahead of Detroit and Seattle. Yeah. Detroit is playing really well.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Seattle is kind of, you know, right, right. there, kind of like these guys, you're just uh, teetering a little bit. What do you, how do you handicap this going to the stretch? So before, like, Detroit yeah. plays Carolina, Chicago, and Green Bay. Yeah, but be favoring each and in each in each of those games. So right. how do you handicap this going down the stretch here? I mean,
1: I don't like Washington's odds right yeah. now. I mean, they go to San Francisco and face that defense, and you look at the the opponents that the the Lions have to face. That's not great odds, you mm-hmm. know. But again, they kind of put them they put themselves in this situation, they did. They did. you know. And and I agree with Taylor Heineke. They should have won both these games. The tie and the loss today didn't get either.
0: I think they're going to look back on a number of games this year yeah. and just kind of bang their head against the wall, like yeah. this is what cost them. The, you know, whether yeah. it's Tennessee, Minnesota, right. these two games. Now, of course, they're not going to look back in Chicago and think, "Oh, you could have lost it because right. they won it." Right? So those some of those. Things it's the same been thing out. though. Like it
1: swings in your favor, well, but it, it's the same. It's the same margin,
0: yeah. you know? But when you're always – when you're on that precipice, right. this is what happens. Right. You need that call. You need to make that play. You need to make that throw. There's one play here, here, and there right. that's going to decide it. Right. right?
1: Absolutely. And, and, yeah, I think you're right. I think when we look back on the season, it's going to be just a handful of plays. But that's how thin the margin is in this league.
0: Why does Daniel Jones keep doing this to this team? Dude, he
1: crushes them. just has <laughs> – like his best games are against Washington, it's unbelievable, but why
0: because he doesn't like Washington? No,
1: maybe he doesn't like the color burgundy. I don't know,
0: but it's because it, I know like they really seem to be afraid of his running, yeah. So you play a lot of yeah. zone, but there are a lot of holes in right. those zones. And he, like, what surprised me is really how little pressure they Rice. seem to put yeah. on him, yeah.
1: It, I, I think it's Ironic that you have to play pick your poison with Daniel Jones. Mm -hmm. You know, he he, he played that kind of game against Pat Mahomes, but Daniel Jones seems to play like Pat Mahomes against Washington. So.
0: But it's even like, I think it was, I can't remember if it was the third or fourth down con- conversion mm-hmm. he had where they sent a blitz. Mm-hmm. But to his credit, like, this guy knows where he's yep. going with the ball yep. right now. I mean, I think he's also, look at the talent that's yeah. out there with him. He's
1: got nobody. He's got Saquon and Richie James occasionally. But, like, yeah, no, it's, they're different. It's, it's not
0: bad, but, like, it's yeah. but this it's, is...
1: There's not much going on with that offense there, but he he made the most of it for sure.
0: I like what Brian Dable has done with them too. Yeah, I mean he's, yeah. you know, he's a let's the fourth down call, the first yeah. fourth down call where yeah. Washington was not attempt to field goal. Now, did you think they should?
1: I can go back, I yes, I do. Um, I can somewhat buy the the reasoning that it was not great temperature, but like he's. Hit from longer. He hit from 51 later in the game. So I don't fully buy it. I just, you know, the punt from
0: 34 is just like, well, Billy. And you looked at what Dayball did, he right. went for it.
1: Went now, for it on very similar circumstances.
0: Yeah. Right. Now I will say, like, kind of trust Daniel Jones in that situation more. And so I give him credit, but I'm also would, trusting yeah. Samuel Heineke, excuse me, Samuel McLaurin, right. of Dotson. As yeah. More than anybody else yeah. as, as well, and right. they and they also had a nice drive going too. So I know Rivera said that he didn't think because the wind there was wind down there, right? right. That Joey Sly couldn't didn't and have I, the yeah, distance I mean, there, but I mean the problem was it they ended up to be what a four yard net because they gave yeah. up, a, you know, twenty three yard return. Of one of the one of yeah. the rare times they had bad right. yeah. yeah. So, so it's, I mean, I mean, I feel like it, it's a gamble
1: when you do that, but. You know when it's <laughs> bad it looks especially bad and in a moment like that i think you i think you do need to trust the guys you have out there to just get it done
0: and then the defense only really had too bad
1: the, the 90 or 100 really yeah really bad bad. yeah like,
0: yeah and, that was bad yeah and the other problem is they, they didn't create yeah. any turnovers right and that right. was to me the big difference in the game and
1: That's where you feel not having St. Juice out there. I feel like St. Juice, especially St. Juice and force together. They play really well together. They were the spark of that secondary. And you really feel that when he's not there, um, that the defense was bailing out the offense up until that 102 yard drive. And then it just, the wheels fell off, but you know, they were, they were getting stops. They were, you know, they forced three and out on their opening drive. Like they were getting things done. Um, but that drive was brutal.
0: Yeah, that was that was bad. And then the one to get the, the last right. field goal was right. not a good drive because right. you pinned. And, you know, but it still comes down to sack fumble, yeah. touchdown.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'll be honest, like, I did not like it was second and 18. I don't like them going empty yep. there. Yeah. And I know Rivera said that he thought Taylor's got to hit the plant, hit your plant step and get the get rid of the ball. Yeah. But he said that the first option was not there and he was going, taking a hit score to the second option. And then that's when it happened. So it was just bad execution, but I did not like going empty.
1: Yeah. I don't think they can text when they go empty. Exactly. Yeah. And and the only time I felt like this offense was really clicking was in that, what, six play drive where he went down and he hit Jahan Dotson on the slant. Like that was a beautiful throw and he threw it to a spot. I mean, Jahan wasn't even close to that spot by the time he released the ball. It was a it was a great drive, but you know everything else around that just had mistakes here or there.
0: You think they make the playoffs at this point? Yeah, I don't know.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Was it like forty percent chance?
0: Yeah, and now here's the 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 other thing is I think if they win two games, yeah, I think they're yeah. because Detroit would have to win them all. Well, it's conceivable Detroit sweeps, right? But that would be them closing on a nine game win streak. Right. I think it is. So that's awfully difficult yeah if they do more power to them yeah but if they win too so then it's Cleveland and then does Dallas play for anything yeah so and and not that they couldn't beat Dallas if they're not playing if they have to yeah. play for something but I think, I think that's
1: think, something maybe keeping Washington out of the playoffs yeah. too just
0: the just to just that, yeah. well listen I mean at this point like would you rather face them or, or a team like Detroit if they win nine in a row. I think but but you know I think so it comes down to can that happen and I think there's I think we'll just see, but if they lose in San Francisco, they they have to win yeah. the next two, or there's no chance. Yeah, you know, and so it- the,
1: And this was my fear for this game, not to be like that person. Oh, I told you that I didn't see this coming, but you know that they're the Giants were coming off an ugly loss to the to the Eagles. They were angry. They knew they wanted to come in here and get a win. This team had a lengthy layoff, um, which was good. A lot of guys got re- You know, got the rest they needed to recover. Um, but they don't have that same momentum, and, and not that that was a difference maker. It was ultimately the mistakes. But you know, when you're on a hot street like that, things are just kind of
0: different. Well, and I wondered, too. Like, did sub did that cool some of it a little yeah. bit? And I think you know, the other thing I wonder too, like, just the mood of the locker room after the game, and just what what was your take yeah. on the locker room? One one of the things you see that I saw, like, I mean, clearly a lot of dejection, disappointment, yeah. pissed off about those yeah. calls, nine calls, whatever. Yeah. I did see Jeremy Reeves go up to Taylor, give yep. him a big hug for a few minutes, and talk to yeah. him for a few minutes. So, I, you know, the one thing this team has been is resilient. Yeah. So you that that has to continue, and if not, then they then they have no chance at it. But what was your take just being in there after the game?
1: Yeah, I mean, little things like that, like you know, people coming up to to Taylor and it's not really consoling him, but telling him just to keep his head up. I did see you know Taylor go into Ron's office, and they had a chat together. It could be of any number of things. I don't want to like put anything out there, but you know, I I think they all understood the magnitude of this game and to lose it and to lose it the way they did. It's, it's very disappointing. Like they, this was the time where they felt like the team had finally come together. You know, a a lot of the questions of, you know, are they for real or would they blow it at a certain point? They felt like they had started to answer those and they were solid and they just had to keep it up. Um, And then to come out the way they did to have the mistakes and especially to have those calls at the end. I, I think it was yeah, it's really disappointing. They were pissed, they were upset, and it probably will be for a while.
0: Listen, this is the biggest home game that they've had in a long time. Oh, in front real. of the fans. This yeah. is the end of the sixth season. This is, season.
1: The, this is so, the biggest game, I think, of the Ron Rivera era since probably the that Philly game in twenty twenty where it was a atrocious game, but they clinched the right. NFC East, you know.
0: But to have it in front of the fans, like yeah. you know, this is like this fan base, the one thing you notice with this game, yeah. how many more people that I yeah. heard from were like, I can't wait for this game. I'm gonna right. be there, I'm gonna be there. They finally get what they wanted, which is a was a good atmosphere and, yeah. and mostly home crowd. Yeah. Not
1: great. Not great. I mean they kept it interesting to the end. I'll give them that much, but yeah, yeah. not this is not the way you want to come out on Sunday night football.
0: All right. Well, that's it from us. You know where you can find Nikki on Twitter at Nikki Javala, J-H-A-B-V-A-L-A, N-I-C-K-I. So there you go. Um, You can find me on Twitter at John underscore Kim, of course, as you know. Anyways, thanks to Nikki for joining me. Thank you for tuning in and probably may have another podcast out on Tuesday. Look for it then. I will talk to you next time.